Hi, we're your hosts, Larae Spindler and Lori Subat, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate in Calgary. And you're listening to Leasing Out Loud. Hi, you're listening to Leasing Out Loud, episode number 52, with your hosts, Lori Suba and Larae Spindler. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And our topic this week is winners in commercial real estate in Calgary. Who's winning the day right now, both landlord side, tenant side, and why are they winning the day? What are some common denominators and common characteristics that we're seeing with groups that are winning deals. Amazing. I love it. This is so good, Larray, because we're recording this episode at the end, coming up on the end of October. Yes. And it is a challenging time. Yes. There's a lot of talk about recession. Mm-hmm. Interest rate hike just happened again. Mm-hmm. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns. Right. But you and I are opportunistic people. Sure. Even in times of challenge, we always think there are opportunities to realize success. Yes. And you raise a great point. There are going to be winners. There always are winners. There always is business to do. There are always opportunities to be had. So I think it's a great time to talk about how do those people that are realizing success, how are they realizing that success? Exactly. Because despite a lot of uncertainty and no shortage of factors Mm -hmm. affecting decisions right now, Mm -hmm. we are seeing deals getting done. So what's the common theme of the deals getting done? That's what we're focusing on today. We're diving in. So how about let's talk from a landlord perspective. Yes. And we can shed some light both from an office and industrial lens. Yes. But what does it mean to be a successful landlord in today's market in the industrial world, Lorraine? Because it is a tight market. We've talked about this in the past. Calgary, what are we, like 2% vacancy right now? Right. That's a tough market. Let's call it like it is. It's a tough market for everybody. Like, It's tough when it's tight like that. Right. Because you still have lease deals that you want to get over the goal line as an industrial owner. There may be some industrial owners listening right now that are like, what are you talking about? I'm 100% full. I'm not too stressed. Well, (laughs) congratulations, you're a winner. So if you still have some vacancy lingering, what are some of the successful landlords doing to mitigate their exposure? Right. And, you know, I'd say the busiest sector in the industrial market is actually larger tenants. Interesting. Small bay, call it under 10,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. There are still options available. Yeah. You no, know, albeit less than a couple of years ago, but there are still a healthy amount of options available. Mm-hmm. Then you've got your mid bay, kind of 10 to 40,000 square feet. Less options again available than a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. but it's really 40,000 square feet and above. The options are in the single digits. Wow. So it's driving a lot of pre leasing mm-hmm. in new construction that's coming on next year. Okay. So that's also the busiest segment. Gotcha. In terms of demand and interest out there. And for those landlords, I'd say the biggest factor for them is construction cost and what that is looking like Mm -hmm. for next year. Because Mm -hmm. there's pre-leasing going on for buildings that are not yet fully constructed. And there's a control of cost that factor, right? And successful landlords right now have a supply, right? Right. They have control over what their costs are going to be. And that's playing the biggest factor, I think, in my opinion, into some of those deals for next year. Right. Because they have the foresight, they have the resources at the ready to be able to say, we know what this is going to cost to be able to construct this. 
with no ones, you have certainty. With certainty, it makes it a whole lot easier to do deals. Right. Yeah. Like you have your materials ordered, contracts committed, right? Those are really important factors. Interesting. Okay. And I would say on the office side, so lots of vacancy for the most part, better quality buildings. We've talked about this in the past, better quality buildings, seeing a lot of activity interest. We are seeing some landlords start to raise rental rates on the best quality buildings downtown. Mm -hmm. I would caution that that trend does not extend to all landlords. (laughs) There are some landlords who are thinking that if they're raising, we should raise. I would caution against that. You have to look sort of at your competitive set and understanding where you are in the grand scheme of things and where your asset is and what are you up against, right? So I would suggest the landlords that are most successful on the office side, I think it's responsiveness, Mm Lorraine. Like I think tenants, if there is a live body, a warm body, for heaven's sakes, that is interested in leasing space in your building, you need to be either proactive in terms of preparing proposals for them, or you need to be very responsive in terms of getting back to them with deal terms, clarifying construction costs, build-out costs, clarifying the whole picture quickly. So if there's somebody that's at the table that wants to do a deal... Please respond. Right. And when it comes to costs, a theme between both of those worlds Mm -hmm. would be having a knowledge base and having done some homework ahead of time Yes, to just be able to answer some questions quickly or, you know, certain build-out requirements just to have the answer or at least have a ballpark, Mm -hmm. have a contingency Mm -hmm. amount in there to maybe plan for some uncertainty or cost increase risk, inflation there, Mm -hmm. but to have done some homework to understand what a variety of options that you might be able to accommodate Mm -hmm. and what your costs would be so that you know what the deal terms would be so that you can act quickly on a deal. Because yes, in both worlds, I feel like it's never been truer that time kills deals. A hundred percent. Right? And responsiveness 100% wins the day in either asset class. Well, let's be honest. If you can't respond to an offer and they go away, that is not success. No, no, (laughs) it's not. And, you know, it's it's, not winning. No, no, (laughs) no. And, you know, sometimes you've got on either side groups that are very, very slow to provide any sort of feedback. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just crickets, right? Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) And you're left... Wondering, and we've had this conversation recently, that the second best answer to yes is no. Right. Right? Right. Responsiveness, clarity on what you can and cannot do. That saves everybody Mm -hmm. time and effort all around. Yeah. Do you think that what we're seeing right now, like some of the slower responses from landlords, what do you think it is? Do you think it's attributed just to workload? Are people just maxed out, like in terms of just the well, volume? Or? That's a big factor. I mean, I we, so. we were on the landlord side yeah, in know. our past careers, and we've been there mm-hmm. and can appreciate, yes. There's there, a lot of hats. Oh, there is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that maybe on the flip side, a tenant or business owner doesn't understand all the processes in the background and right. 
can absolutely appreciate that landlords have their plates full. It is a busy it job. It is a busy And job. we are in the heart of budget season right now. Yes. So that's another thing to consider too. So some brokers might not appreciate that. Right. Some tenants may not know that. No. But landlords are in the throes of establishing budgets for next year, working through operating cost budgets, right. trying to firm up leasing projections. Exactly. So the reporting that some of these landlords are doing internally right now, it's a lot of work. And yes. so if you see very tired landlords right now, it's because they are doing their day job, plus, you know, <laughs> obviously doing the budget cycle, which I guess technically falls in their day job, but still, right. it's cyclical. So yeah. here we are. But we know lots of them it's are time. working, extending beyond their day job. Of course. Call it. Yeah, of course. Beyond daylight hours. <laughs> yes. So there's some feedback on the landlord side in terms of who's winning the day. So responsiveness, yes. having a pipeline of resources so that you can determine construction costs. What about if we flip it, Larray, to the tenant side? So mm-hmm. I know in your world, tight market means Very. competing offers. Believe it or not, I have had two situations in the last two weeks of competing offers on the office side. What? <laughs> so, like, when does that happen? Right. So let's talk for a second on the industrial tenant side. How can they be successful? How can they right. set themselves up for success? A couple of things. Being prepared with information yes. that the landlord is going to require. Right. Have it all ready to go. Yeah. Have your ducks in a row. Right. Financials. Yes. Please. <laughs> Please have financials ready. <laughs> ready to go. Yes. The other would be just making a compelling offer, a realistic and fair offer to minimize the amount of back and forth you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what we do, right, is advanced conversations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where our relationships and network kick in is advanced conversations to understand realistically where is a deal Mm-hmm. likely to happen or needs to be, and make your offer accordingly, right? Smart. Yep. And you know what? I would suggest very similar recommendations for the office tenants. So definitely, please have your ducks in a row in terms of financials. Landlords are very conscientious in terms of their reviews of financials now more than ever. Yeah. So having a financial story ready to go, having all of the information to share with them in a timely fashion, very critical. Also being realistic on the office side too, because mm-hmm. on the flip side, you know, sometimes we hear, well, we often hear in the paper about what's happening in terms of the office market. We know that some portions of the office market are more significantly impacted than others. Right. Just understand the realm of reasonable. Where can we actually land on a deal? And I can share even on the competing deals, It really helps to have a strong broker on your side. Yes. Because the broker plays a role in terms of determining, like in a competing offer situation, Mm -hmm. what is it going to take to win the day? What do we need to do to do it? And then ultimately, it's up to the tenant to decide if that's something that they're prepared to do. But it really helps to have that information at the ready to be able to make an informed decision. So have a broker that has good relationships in the industry understands, you know, where deals are likely to land, right. knows which levers to pull. These are all important factors for setting yourself up for success. Yes. In either market, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hopefully that helps. We know you're all winners. So thank you for Great. listening <laughs> and continue winning. If you have any ideas for us, we're always all ears. So reach out. In the meantime, though, 
stay tuned, I guess, for next episode. We'll be back on talking about commercial real estate in Calgary and all the wonderful, great things that are underway in our market. Have a great week, everyone. Oh, hey.